What's up, everybody? Ryan Thomas here, live on the Thomas Take Sports Podcast. It is Wednesday, and it is fight week. UFC 248 goes down this Saturday night. Israel Adesanya, the last style bender, takes on Yoel, the soldier of God, Romero. Those are some of my favorite nicknames in the UFC that the UFC roster has to offer. Israel, the last style bender, and Yoel, the soldier of God, Romero. Uh, as well, coming event, Weili Zhang versus Joanna Jacek for the UFC strawweight title. Joanna Jacek, the first uh, strawweight UFC strawweight. Well, actually, not the first. You was former, I should say, correcting myself, former UFC strawweight champ. She's looking to get that belt back. She lost it to Rose Namajunas back in 2017 at the famous UFC 217 card. She has not claimed that belt since uh, unsuccessful in two separate title shots and two separate weight classes. So she looks to uh, get back into the swing of things and get her belt back. Weili Zhang, I, I really love her story. I loved her performance, her championship winning performance against Jessica Andrade. It was a phenomenal performance. It was a performance that I think was one of the highlight performances of the year in terms of the MMA calendar. And when I look at Whaley and I look at Ioana, we'll dive into that fight first. And for those of you that don't know, for those of you that are just tuning into this podcast for the very first time, my name is Ryan Thomas. I'm the MMA combat sports, as I like to call it, analyst for Trainwreck Sports as well. Um, I've been covering mixed martial arts and boxing on this podcast, the Thomas Take Sports Podcast, for the last four years. And along the way, I've been able to cover some really awesome fights be a part of some really awesome moments from a fan perspective as well as a journalistic perspective. And now I get to cover the fights to a broader audience. So for those of you that are just listening to this podcast for the first time, welcome aboard. For those of you that have been tuning in to me for the last four years, uh, glad you've stuck with me this long, and I really appreciate it. So there we have it. There you have it. I typically do these UFC preview and prediction episodes um, fight week. It's usually when I like to get these recorded and really just let the fight fans know what my thoughts are on these fights, who I think is going to win these fights, and and how I think the winners will win these fights. So that's what you're going to hear in this episode. And we do have some breaking news as far as a UFC fight that was just recently signed. Uh, Dan Hooker will be fighting Dustin Poirier. Dan Hooker coming off of a big win over Paul Felder. A controversial win, but a win nonetheless. Hooker called the shot. He wanted to fight Justin Gaethje, but it looks like that might be the next opponent for Conor McGregor sometime this summer. Regardless of the winner of Habib and Tony, it looks like Conor and Justin could could be locking horns. Uh, and that matchup is expected to be announced in the coming weeks as well. So... Uh, that led Hooker to look for a fight with Dustin Poirier, who was coming off of a title fight loss to Habib Nurmagomedov. If Dan Hooker wants to really get into that upper echelon of contenders within the UFC lightweight division, he's got to go through you know the the Paul Felders, the uh, Dustin Poirier's of the world in order to get into that lumped in top four Habib Tony Connor slash Gaethje slash. Poirier, he's got to really, he's got to win this fight. For Dustin Poirier, 
you're coming off of that title fight loss, which is a pretty dominant loss, a one-sided loss. You had your moment in there with a B where you had him in a choke. Couldn't make that happen. And then shortly after that, the fight was over and Dustin Poirier was on the losing end of it. So what went wrong in that fight? Dustin Poirier's got to go back to the drawing board, much like Deontay Wilder does, and really figure out what the heck went wrong and build himself back up to get closer towards another UFC lightweight title shot. A lot of really great fights these last few weeks. I haven't really had the chance to dive into Joseph Benavidez and Davison Figueredo. I picked Benavidez to win the fight, and Figueredo won the fight after not making weight. So now we still have no, no fighter on the UFC roster can make the claim that they're the UFC flyweight champion, not Figueredo, in a title fight due to the fact that he missed title fight weight. He missed that championship weight, and he blew his opportunity to become the UFC flyweight champion. And and that in and of itself is so frustrating for me because this flyweight division was saved by Henry Cejudo. They strip him of the flyweight title because he didn't want to drop back down again. They needed to keep that division active. And Joseph Benavidez, as great a guy in the sport of MMA, he's been a pioneer for the light lighter weight classes, whether it's bantamweight or flyweight. He gets another UFC title shot after losing multiple title shots to the greatest flyweight that's ever lived in Demetrius Johnson. Gets this title shot against Davidson Figueredo, and Figueredo doesn't make the weight. And then he loses the fight in the first round via knockout. So that was really tough to watch. And UFC President Dana White had a few things to say in regards to that fight that they are going to try to match these guys up again. Try to match these guys up again and really find a clear-cut winner. And if Figueredo misses weight again, then they should just hand the freaking title to Joseph Benavidez, in my opinion. You have a case to be made that this fight with Wei Li Zhang and Yuan Yon Jacek is probably one of the best co-main events that the UFC has put on in quite some time. And that's a really broad statement for me because usually the co-main events are pretty solid fights. But as far as what this fight actually means for the history of MMA, for the culture of mixed martial arts, being that Wei Li Zhang is, is the first Chinese champion in UFC history, she dusted off Jessica Andrade in relatively short, sweeping fashion. And Yoanion Jacek is a fighter that she has been itching to get that belt back. And this time the belt looks different, feels different, and just the stakes have never been higher. So although Yoana lost those couple fights to Rose Namajunas... The first one far more devastating than the last. This is technically a new lease on life for her. New opponent. She's not fighting Rose. Rose lost to Andrade. Andrade lost to Weili Zhang. And here we are. Yoani Onjechek is coming off of a really uh, dominant win in her own right against Michelle Watterson. She rattled a couple wins together. And now she made her case for another title shot. And, and good for her. But... I hate to let my rooting interests get in the way, but in terms of the art of promotion and how this fight is promoted and how this fight makes sense financially moving forward for the UFC, business-wise for the UFC, the UFC should want Wei Li Zhang to win this fight. 
She could really become a massive mixed martial arts star in the sport of MMA and for the UFC. She could be something that would transcend the UFC. Oftentimes, the fighters that have had the utmost height in popularity have transcended the sport. Guys like John Jones, guys like Conor McGregor, guys like Anderson Silva, guys like George St. Pierre, Weili Zhang, Ronda Rousey, they could all be lumped in. She could be lumped in with all of those fighters if she gets a really dominant win over Joanna Jacek. And Joanna Jacek is the type of fighter that comes right after you. She tries to buzzsaw right through you. You have not one buzzsaw in the octagon now, but two buzzsaws in the octagon with Weili Zhang and Joanna Jacek. And that's what makes this fight so compelling. That's what makes this fight so appealing Two fighters, whether they're men or women, they are all on the same wavelength. And that's what separates mixed martial arts from virtually any other sport, whether it's the UFC, Bellator, you name it. Women and men can be shared on the same stage in terms of their fighting acumen. And these are the two most technical female fighters, I think, in the UFC. Amanda Nunes, for as great as she is, you could watch four of her fights in a row and see her finish her fights. And you wouldn't really be the first to say, wow, she's super technical. You watch Yoni on Jacek fight, you watch Weili Zhang fight, They are there's a difference there. Their striking is pinpoint, their striking is calculated, and their striking is devastating. And it's not just one punch knockouts, it's an, accumulate, an accumulation of, of punches. So... I'm really looking forward to this fight. I think that this is actually going to be the fight of the night. I would go out on a limb here and say that this will take fight of the night because I think this fight is going to be very competitive. From a power standpoint, from a speed standpoint, I think Weili Zhang has the advantage on Ioana Jacek. From a championship standpoint, Ioana has definitely been in plenty more title fights than that of Weili Zhang. She defended her title five or six times. And she's also fought in multiple title fights beyond losing her title belt, as I've alluded to earlier in the show. So how will Joanna, or how will Weili Zhang, I should say, fight in her first title defense? That, that, there's a difference there. There's a huge difference there. And, and that will be something to behold uh, on Saturday night. Ultimately, when predicting and, and previewing the fight, I would go out on a limb here and say that I think Weili Zhang is going to win it, and I think she's going to win it via knockout. I think this Weili Zhang is a different type of fighter, is a different kind of striker. Back in the day when Anderson Silva was ruling the roost and was knocking guys out left and right, he was different. Weili Zhang is different. There is, there is nothing like her in the sport, men or women. Israel Adesanya is different. This was very smart marketing and matchmaking by the UFC to put two new stars on the same night. Israel Adesanya and Weili Zhang. And Yoel Romero was given multiple title shots. He's a familiar face to fight fans. Ioana Jacek, former champ, she's a familiar face to fight fans. Yoel Romero... Would have been the interim champ had he not missed weight in his fight with Luke Rockhold. So I think that there is a lot to the matchmaking of this card, and I like it. Moving forward to the main event, Israel Adesanya is the toast of the town right now. 
you talk about stars in the UFC, whether they're Conor McGregor, John Jones, those are really the only two that really stand out right now. Israel Adesanya, though, could be that third, could be that guy that helps really transcend uh, the sport. Habib is a star in his own right, but on the same night as fight, you know, fighting someone else, um, or not on the same night, I should say, Habib fighting anybody else but Conor, he's not as big a star. Israel Adesanya could fight a lamp, and I and I feel like he would he would draw. So you know, he's still very young in his career. He has not had that sustainable drawing power yet because he this is his first title offense as well. The first title offense for Wei Li Zhang, the first title offense for Israel Adesanya, and Israel Adesanya had no short list of challengers. He had a long, lofty list of challengers, hungry contenders that Israel could have fought. Paulo Costa makes the case. He gets a win over Yo Romero. He's the next guy, but he gets hurt. And Israel Adesanya says, rather than waiting for this Paulo Costa guy to come back and to get healthy, I am going to take on who I believe is someone that no one wants to fight. And that's Yo Romero. And the Yo Romero-Paulo Costa fight was close. I thought Costa won it, but it was extremely close. It arguably could have been a draw, if anything. Costa gets the decision. Yo Romero and you know Yo Romero's kind of tossed aside. Costa's lofted up as the next number one contender, and Costa gets hurt, and now Yo takes a spot. But Yo only took a spot due to the fact that Israel Adesanya literally pointed at Yo and said, "You're next." And there is something so badass about that. There is something so old school about that. Over the last few years, during the rise of the UFC to unprecedented heights, to new levels that Conor McGregor has elevated the sport, we have seen fighters duck other fighters. We've seen fighters pick other money fights and all that crap. No, this is a case of a champion in Israel Adesanya that wants to defend his belt against anyone, anytime, anyplace, anywhere, and that is the biggest badass in the room. Not the guy who has the most money. At the end of the day, the money will come when you're rattling off win after win after win. And that is what Israel Adesanya has done. For Pete's sake, this guy has won six fights in a calendar year. This guy is a true phenomenon, a true phenom in the sport of mixed martial arts. And this is a massive fight. This is a very tough fight for Israel Adesanya as well. I've had a lot of people ask me, how do you see this fight going down, Ryan? Well, Israel Adesanya is long, he's lanky, he's rangy, he's dynamic. But we've never seen him pressed up against the fence. We've never seen him defending takedowns repeatedly. Yo Romero, if Yo Romero is as smart as I think he is, he would really be looking to try to take this fight to the ground. He would be looking to make this the closest thing to a wrestling match that he possibly can. And if not... And they stand, and Yoel trades with Israel Adesanya. It's going to be a long night for Yoel. A long night. A quick night. Maybe not a long night. A quick night, I should say. A quick night. Because Israel Adesanya is as dynamic as anyone as I have ever seen. Ultimately, I do see both champions defending their belts. I think it would be a massive upset if Yo Romero were to beat Israel Adesanya. And I think that it would be a bit of a big upset if Joanna would win. Not as big of an upset because Wei Li Zhang is, I don't know. Yeah, you know what? 
I correct myself. I would say that th- that would be two massive upsets. If, in fact, both champions lost their titles, yes. Two massive upsets, to say the least. But I think both champions will retain their titles. I think Israel Adesanya is going to win this fight probably in the second or third round. And I would say for Weili Zhang, the first or second round over Joanna Jacek. Thank you so much for tuning in, tuning in, folks. I'm Ryan Thomas. That was the Thomas Take Sports Podcast. You can check this podcast out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You'll find it, no doubt. Anywhere you want to find a podcast, my podcast is out there. Also, feel free to follow me on Twitter at Ryan Thomas Take as well on Instagram at Ryan Thomas Take for all things Thomas Take Sports Podcast, Ryan Thomas Takes, whatever you want to call it. I greatly have enjoyed the last few years of putting my content out there for you, the fight fans, for you, the football fans, for you, the baseball fans, for you, the hockey fans, for you, the sports fans. Thank you so much for tuning in.